What is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. Uh, Today, I have Tetiana on the show. She's Ukrainian-born American actress. She specializes in stunts, weaponry, and martial arts and dance. She started out as a dancer. She was like, look, I'm not going to be a dancer. I'm going to be something even more badass. And she, over in Ukraine, grew up in a poor family, um... Her mother pushed her to dance. She she rebelled a little bit and was like, I want to be something else. So now today, um, 2022, uh, she is now an American actress who specializes in all of these crazy stunts and is able to not only dance, she can shoot insanely well. She can move incredibly well. Um, and she she's an actress now. She's been on shows like Baywatch, Um, She recently worked as a tactical weapons trainer for Amazon's Bosch uh, Legacy and the upcoming film Bullet Train starring Brad Pitt. Uh, She's incredibly inspiring, guys. I cannot wait to dive in to her story so you guys can, can listen to her journey and just the pivotal moments in her life that that put pressure on her that were hard that caused her uh to change and and mold and to be into this unstoppable force that she is today so i'm really excited uh to have her here um she's also a firearms trainer at a terran tactical which is a place that's been on my bucket list forever to get out um to to california to go train out there and um so I'm really excited to have her on. She's worked with Kevin Hart, uh, Post Malone, Keon Reeves, and a ton of other actors and actresses. So you can follow her on her Instagram at Tetiana Garriter. It's T-E-T-I-A-N-A-G-A-I-D-A-R. So make sure you follow her and check out all the stuff that she is doing. Make sure you watch her new show on Amazon called Bosch Legacy. And um, follow her and follow Terran Tactical, which is an awesome place, incredibly inspiring as well. Uh, Tatiana, welcome to the Reborn Podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. Thank you. So I I just want to kind of, your, your Ukraine flag is in the background. Um, I know your heart and soul and everything is all about Ukraine and the stuff going on right now. Um, And that's where you're from originally, correct? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm I'm from Kiev, but I grew up in a small village too. Okay. I grew up having chickens and my rabbits as in animals. So, and your family was over there, right? I think I saw that you just got your mom and your dad back. Or can we, do you want to talk about that? And, yeah. and just a little bit about your family and growing up over in Ukraine and then how you got to the US. Yeah. So, when <laughs> a week before war started, I was actually in, um, in, in Miami. Uh, we were doing like a training uh, with Woft. It's an amazing training facility that trains you, you know, how to react in real life situations. Somebody attacking you in the car, like, what do you do? Or like, it's late at night and you're coming from shopping and somebody's stalking you. So it was great training. I had the best time in my life, you know, Disneyland and everything. And then all of a sudden, my friend's like, hey, Tatiana, you have to take your family out of Ukraine because mm-hmm. the embassy of America left. Uh, there's going to be probably a war. So I started freaking out. I talked to my mom and dad, and I was begging them with Tara, just 
with, with Taryn, like on the phone, just please, please just leave. I got them a place in Poland, just take a vacation because I don't have a good feeling about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it's going to happen, but uh, my mom and dad, they, God, they, they were like only one year away from their pension and they uh. were like, Diana, we have to work. And my mom and dad, you know, they work their life, their entire mm-hmm. life really hard. And they're like, we work so hard. We're in our 50s. We have left less less than a year for the pension. We, we, we don't want to leave. Uh, we don't want to take any vacations. We don't want to get it over with. And you, we know how hard you work in America to become an actress and hustle and all that. And we don't mm-hmm. want to be like on your shoulders. So like, what are we going to do? We have our kitties here. We have, we have our life here. Russia is our friends. Like, come on, come down, Tatiana, come down. They're they're like, it's never going to happen. They're like, it's just talk. Yeah. It's never going to happen. They're like, okay, yeah. yeah. Yes. And like, my dad is like, well, if they're going to like attack Ukraine, they're going to go to East Ukraine and nothing's going to happen here. And when Kiev, we are safe. Like, it's okay. Uh, anyways, I'm flying like whatever, eight hours in a plane to, to come to LA. So I lost connection with my family and you have no idea. I just landed to LA. I opened my phone, you know, have a connection and I'm like bombarded my sister, my mom and my dad. Like we have been bombed. Like we lost Mm -hmm. connection. And like I started crying, like I'm going to cry right now still. Like, and I'm just freaking out. Like, you know, this helpless, helplessness feeling of like, what am I doing now? Like, Mm -hmm. what am I? Supposed to do because you're um, so because fa- you're so far away, yeah, so and far you just away. felt like you were helpless, yeah, like that you couldn't do anything. I was helpless and I was angry, yeah, at this time because nobody listened. And, mm-hmm. and who, now, who were you, who were you mad at? Were you were you mad at at Russia? Were you mad at your parents for saying I you should have listened to me? Like, or were you mad at yourself for not being? I was there? mad at myself that mm-hmm. I didn't push too hard mm-hmm. because you know sometimes the people that we love they're not listening, and yeah. if you know your heart that this is the right thing to do. What's the best to do is to really push them to do that. Otherwise yeah. you feel trip yourself because you knew it's going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was really angry at myself. I was mad. It was like this scene from a John Wick movie kind of when he was crushing everything. That was my Screaming, <laughs> 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 crying, just angry at myself. Um, lost connection with my mom and dad. And then there is another month of just a nightmare because uh, my family, you know, not poor, basically we didn't grow up rich and we never had a car. And a month before the war, I, I sent my sister money so they can buy a car just in case, but mm-hmm. the money never went through the government oh, kind of no. left the money like, and, and they don't have a car, so they cannot leave right now the Kiev. and the panic, the panic was so yeah. huge. Like in the mm-hmm. beginning of the war, you have no idea that everybody getting in the car, people like smashing each other, so many accidents on top of the war, on top of the bombing. Uh, plus in the beginning of the war, there was a lot of chaos mm-hmm. and the bombs and, and, you know, people were shooting and you don't know you're going to be killed by your people or by the Russian people because of the chaos or what's happening. And uh, traffic was horrible. So anyways, there was a really heartbreaking moment when my sister found two tickets to the bus only for my mom and dad to go to Lviv to West Ukraine. And she had to stay with her husband in Kiev. It was like a heartbreaking moment, but, but, you know, they kind of put my mom and dad on the bus. They texted me they're on the bus now. So now they're going to have to travel the whole day in a bus to, to Lviv. And we're going to lose, I'm going to lose connection with my mom and dad. 
So it was another like, oh my God, my sister now in Kiev with my uncle, my aunt, my cousin, her mm-hmm. husband, their family, like fighting. My mom and dad is on a bus going to West Ukraine. No connection, nothing. You don't know. I don't know what people she's going with. Like, yeah. who are they with? Like, where are they going? Because the topic that not a lot of people are talking during the war and that I kind of like brought attention to is the human trafficking from wow. the very or day, mm-hmm. first day of the war. People talk about how many buses just went who knows where. Oh, I believe that. Oh, and, yeah. And, and and the women, like they're without their husbands, they're with their kids, where are they going? And only like, remember, only like a month after war, people start talking about human trafficking and, you know, kind of um, giving authority for those buses. Because mm-hmm. in the beginning, there is a bus and people jump and go. Oh, yeah. They just go. They want to get out. They're not thinking logically at all. No, they're not. And, and and people weren't really like um how do you say putting alarm to yeah. what was happening. Yeah, they weren't bringing uh, bringing the attention, attention. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, like a month after people start talking and it like Ukrainian government kind of like authorized buses to who is legitimately taking people, women and kids and who's not. Mm-hmm. And uh finally my mom and dad got to Lviv. Um from there the whole extraction team <laughs> taking them to to Poland. And then it took me another month to convince my sister to leave to live uh, Ukraine too, because she didn't want to, she want to stay and fight. She's feisty, wow. her husband. And um, but then you know, when a lot of rape was started happening, mm-hmm. and I was about to go myself to Ukraine. I went to actually to Poland to get her convinced to, you know. To, to so is that is that where you were? You were in Poland, and you were with your parents. You were in Poland. Yeah, I thought that I was, your I thought your family came here. They didn't come here. You went to Poland to see them. Yes, they got rejected with their you know permission to come here. Unfortunately, oh man, I know. you're like, do you guys know who I am? I could literally whip everybody's butts in here, and like, you guys need to let my parents <laughs> come over here. Man, <laughs> well, it sounds like they're in such like a better place, and um, yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. And I think that's amazing what you're you're doing and you're you're bringing so much um light to these problems and i have seen that like on your social media presence um and you can definitely tell like your heart and soul and your passion right now is is in ukraine it's with ukraine it's with the people of ukraine and it's very inspiring it's very very inspiring so how long have you been in uh the us i have been this is my fifth year here oh so not that long no but your english I, and everything is amazing Oh my God. Thank you. I'm working my ass up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So how did, yeah. How did you, when did your acting career start? Um, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, tell me a little bit about that. When did you get into acting? Um, so when I was 10 years old or so, um, my mom, my dad, actually, he wanted to watch a family movie night and he put a, the show X-Files with David Duhomey. Remember? Yeah. And I was like a little girl, but it did something to me unspeakable. I watched it. I fell in love with David Duhomey, first of all. I wanted to marry him. I told <laughs> mom, like, I'm going to marry David Duhomey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I had this crazy idea that I'm going to be FBI agent. I'll be a spy. Like, I just, it's, it just stuck to me that I'll be sculling. It was so fun and fascinating for me to watch. And I was addicted to the show. And then, and then... <sighs> And you know what? At that time, I didn't thought I will be an actress, but I thought I will be actually like a FBI agent or a spy. Mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. f- 
somehow I will run away from Ukraine and I'll work for FBI. Uh-huh. It's like, okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. <laughs> so I was growing up and my mom, she wanted to meet me. She wanted me to be a professional ballerina, like mm-hmm. professional ballet dancer. And, um, and she wanted me to put in the ballet school when I was little. And I told her, no, dancers make no money. Mm-hmm. I'm the FBI agent. <laughs> and, you know, FBI agent. My parents are like scientists, physics. Uh-huh. They work for the government, you know, like 8, 8, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. job. Like they always thought mm-hmm. I'm crazy. <laughs> and mom was so angry one day. We were walking home from school and she's like, okay, you don't want to dance I'm putting you in the martial arts school right now. Mm. How old and were you? How old were you? I, I think I was around 14, 15. Okay. Like around that age uh, or even 15, 16, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And we, we were walking, we were walking by the Kung Fu school in Ukraine mm-hmm. and my mom dragging me there and we'll walk, we, we walked in there, but I, I fell in love ah. you know, fighting and like, Doors and like kicking ass and like boohoo. And I'm like, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Martial arts is like a different form of dancing, right? It's like, it's still like acute body awareness. You have to be aware of your, like your body. It's a movement. You're yes. just, you know, like chopping things and punching things and yes. everything else. It's a little, a little more aggressive than dancing, but it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. I kind of agree with you. And it, it has some- <laughs> But on top of that, it, it also has some kind of um, structure, uh, structure your soul and your integrity and some kind of a uh, consistency in your life. Yeah. Because it takes like balance. It's empowering. It's, empowering. Mm-hmm. it's very empowering. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have kids, but... I do. You know, I have three boys. Do you? Yeah. Do they- they're, oh, they're wild. Yeah. They're, they're super wild. They wrestle. Awesome. Um, what, my littlest is in gymnastics. And oh yeah, they are all into the athletics. They've done BJJ, all of that stuff. So that's awesome. That's what I want my kids to like for sure. Yeah. Like get into that. Or it's really good for you. So what was your what was your first break coming over into uh to America? Like what brought you over here? Um John Wick. Oh John Wick. No big deal. Like, yeah I saw the movie and it was like a and then to my dream, I was like, I saw the first John Wick and the whole like revenge and um, uh-huh. this, I still like very close to my heart, especially right now it's happening to Ukraine, you know, kind of justice, yeah. punish bad guys. So, of, you know, the, you know, the dogs that are in John Wick, the third one, they're yeah. the same dogs, like the same breed of dogs that you have. Yes. They're the same, like bitey dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I was just looking yeah. right now. And I put the camera. It's like, hmm, it looks so familiar. Now yeah. So, it. so, but they're they're black. So they're all black Malinois. And so, in the movie John Wick, I believe they had the brown Belgian Malinois. So, same, yeah, same breed, just um, different, different coat. They're like the best breed. I know. I just ran three miles with them before I came on here. Yeah, I was doing bridge sprints, and they're like, they're like not even winded. <laughs> they just like can keep going. They just want to keep training and like keep moving. And so, um, yeah, they're. they're they are so smart. They're so smart. So, um, so you got into acting. You told your mom that you didn't want to do um, dance. I told my mom I wanted to do dance, but uh-huh. I ended up doing that because when my boyfriend died when I was 18 years old, it was such a big like trauma in my life. 
to just kind of go over it. And it just happened that a friend of mine came to university. I was in university my first year, university. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you said it. That's good. And, and she was like, do you want to go dance with me? And I'm like, yeah, why not? So I went dancing and it became like a therapy for me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I let it go of that, um, you know, not, not ability to say goodbye to somebody you loved and, you know. How, how did your, uh, how'd your boyfriend die? Oh, horrible. It was just a horrible accident. Nobody knows. He, we entered the university together and um, instead of celebrating with my boyfriend and my mom, I was a rebel. And I, and I, you were what? Rebel. Like rebel, you know, rebel. Yeah. I was rebel. like, you're rebel. rebelling. You're rebelling. Yeah, rebe- rebelling because I never wanted to go to university, be ecologist. I want to be an FBI agent. So I was like, <laughs> bye. Like I'm going on a little vacation in my village. I need a break from all of you. Kind of, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. stupid. And I didn't say goodbye to anybody. I didn't explain myself where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And the next morning my mom called me and she said, he draw, he drowned. So my mom and him went to the beach to to. It was summer. It was the yeah. end of the summer to take a little vacation. That they were swimming, and all of a sudden he drowned. And what happened is, you know, my mom started screaming and and asking for help. Uh huh. But um, damn it, nobody be- believed her. So yeah. people just standing, thinking she's crazy, mm. and. It was just horrible. And then by the time the ambulance came and they found him, it was too late. Mm, I'm really, really sorry. Thank how long you. Ago, how long ago was that? When I was 18. How old are you now? I'm 27. Oh my gosh, you're so young. I'm 38. I've stopped counting how old I am. I know. You don't look like that at all. I know. Well, you're so young. Um, how, like, how do you think that that accident with... What was your boyfriend's name? Daniel. Daniil, mm-hmm. how, how did that af- affect your career in a positive way? Do you think that if 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 he wouldn't have drowned that day, do you think you would be the Tatiana that everybody knows on the screens and the no. the, the gunslinger? The like, I have never in my life seen a more badass female than the person that I'm looking at on the screen right here. Oh my god! Thank you so much. And, and do you think that? because of where you are now in, in your career, do you think that that time when, when you lost your boyfriend, was that a pivotal point for you in your career? It was a huge pivotal point. First of all, I think I've learned my lesson for the rest of my life. And I'm, I'm kind of every person that I get in touch right now in life, I'm trying to kind of teach them slow down and enjoy the moment. Yeah, A lot of people just take time for granted. They are not really enjoying the moment. They're not saying enough. I love you. How are you? Yeah. And like, even like when I'm training gun stuff right now, like, you know, training, I used to train dance and, 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 and shooting and all that. I've really put my attention on the other person, like to make them better, because this is the connection that we have right now at this moment. I don't know if I'm going to ever see this person. Yeah. So be present, when, fully present, mm-hmm. fully, fully present mm-hmm. and fully, just fully present in your life. If you like sad or something, cry. Like yeah. enjoy, you happy? Just be happy. If you really want to say somebody I love you or forgive, just say hey I forgive you. I don't want to fight or I love you. And let's not miss this moment. Yeah, it's, you know. And and also I think if that accident didn't happen, I would never dance. And dancing also, you think you can dance Ukraine and having my school and with my way and uh, th- then dancing with Ruslana. 
our our singer who is right now a huge po- political uh, woman she's fighting and Max Barsky and all the people that you see on TV right now fighting in Ukraine they helped me to get visa here to America mm-hmm. so without mm-hmm. Ruslana I would never be here mm-hmm. we had to work uh, a dance a dance concert in Philadelphia that was my only chance to get a visa to America I got the visa for five days yeah. I came basically stayed on political asylum so it's it's weird how life just have these corners yeah. of like how sometimes the worst in your life can actually lead you to some where you need to be, yeah. you know. And um, I, I think it's I think it's hard in those moments because I mean, you know the the tragedy that you had to go through, like with your boyfriend. It's really hard in those moments to to even be able to see clearly or or to think clearly because you just can't. Oh, yeah. You know, you're angry oh, yeah. and you're mad. Same thing, you seeing everything going on in Ukraine yeah. and you just feeling like you're you're helpless. Like you can't, um, you can't you can't do anything. And and some of it's just like the unknown, right? It's it's not it's it's not being there and not knowing. Yeah. Um, and you just think it, it's, I think it's human nature to think like, well, if I could have been there, that wouldn't happen. If I would have been there with my family, I could have protected yeah. them. If I would have been there, like they would have been safe and like I would have had control of the situation. I think that's human nature, but you know, it's, it's really, it takes years, years, Tatiana, to, to go through really hard things. And I don't think that we ever fully get over, uh, traumatic events like that in our, in our lives, but what happens over time is I believe that that we recognize the good that comes out of heartache, that comes out of these challenges that life throws at us. Um, what what I, was your fir- what was your first movie that you did? The first one, the, the well, I did like a like couple the of- the first U.S. movie. I would say I did a couple of small action films uh-huh. that I. But the one that I'm really proud and it's actually coming out tomorrow. Oh my it's gosh! Bosch, what? It's a Bosch Legacy show. Bosch. Um, Bosch. Have, Spell Bosch. it. No. So B O S A C H. Okay. Bosch. And this show has been Bosch have been like eight years uh, on TV, and it's like probably one of the best shows ever made. Uh-huh. It's about um, LAPD cops in Los Angeles. Super cool show. Um, it's really good. Like you have to watch it. Like, like I, I, I went to acting school and everybody was talking about it like five years ago, like, Oh, boss show is really good to watch for acting. And now I'm in it. So it's kind of That's interesting. so cool, dude. Um, and it comes out tomorrow. Where, yeah. where can, where can you, where do you watch that at? Cause I'm definitely going to watch it. Amazon. Amazon. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to, and is it a, is it a TV series or is it a movie? It's a TV it's series. A TV, a TV series. Yeah. Okay. Very I, cool. So- I'm really, really happy and excited about it. Yeah. I, okay. So I want to, I want to kind of pivot a little bit. I want to talk about like your firearm training Yeah. because first of all, if anybody's listening to this podcast, you guys have got to go watch Tatiana. What's your Instagram? Uh, Tatiana Gaidar. Okay. But, uh, but be careful guys, because, <laughs> because when the war in Ukraine happened, I was really politically active. You That's know, okay though. That's okay. The- Oh, but there were bad people who was trying to take advantage of it and um, blackmail me. So they created the whole Tatiana Gaidar one account oh. that and my account, and they're trying to ask people for a Venmo money just so they can, like you know, take advantage of the situation as if mm. hi, 
Yana, can you please like send me $20 for whatever? And yeah. like, and then for me that they have some kind of nudes on me. They're going to ruin my acting career. Oh my <laughs> gosh, people, all these ninja keyboard warriors, they have nothing yeah, yeah, better yeah. to do, right? It's so <laughs> like, go get a live. Like, we're, you know what? Us females, we're busy building and making career moves and doing <laughs> boss things that these people who are hating will never do. So exactly, just that's exactly. so frustrating. Like, we don't even have time for that. Like, that's so silly. Anyways, you guys have got to go watch some of the stuff that she does with firearms. It's truly incredible. So I want to, so I know in Ukraine, like there's not a whole lot because that was part of the issue, right? Like nobody really knew how to use firearms over there. Um, like firearm training, it's not like America where, you know, you can conceal and carry I'm in Virginia beach. So I'm like all the way across the, the U S from you. I'm on the other side of the other coast. Um, so what, like, where did the firearms training come from? I didn't realize that you've just been over here for five years uh, like it's in, you are so incredibly talented. How did you get into your firearm training? So uh, that's an interesting story. That's another <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw a John Wick movie. Yep. So I was really inspiring, and uh-huh. I know wanted to do too. Since I've been doing martial arts my entire life, like I want to be a badass action actress. And I, when the Instagram came out. I, a friend of my Dima, he's like, Hey, you have to get on this platform, you know, kind of like do your profile. Like as an actress, people will discover you and everything. But what happened is I actually discovered people. I started doing Instagram. It's like, oh, like hashtag Keanu Reeves or like hashtag like Angelina Jolie, whatever, where they go, where they train, because what really helped me here to kind of navigate, I came here with nobody, no English, no money, not knowing anything, like, you know, learning a lot of hard lessons, be with the bad people. But what helped me is actually to Google where good people go, like the one that I I, I aspire to be, where they go, where they train, (laughs) you know, all this like kind of best places. You want to be the best, you have to be around the best people and train Mm -hmm. with the best people. That's it. That's the point. And I saw a video of Taryn training Keanu and he was very cute eating apple and like shooting from a hip. And I saw that video. I was like, wow, this is so cool. It's, 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 it's like in a movie. I mean, it's, he's literally like John Wick, like what? This is awesome. And I put it on my phone in my notes in like whatever, five years ago, meet Taryn Butler, like me go train with Taryn, like whatever Uh I was, Uh I was like, meet Taryn. Uh And, (laughs) and you know, Taryn tactical is, um, private range it's not public and he trains only actors and actresses for the movies and you know all apd and military anyways you can't just like walk in there training yeah it's not yeah it's not range (laughs) and but i had the dream you know and and i had this passion like once i'm gonna book like action movie i'm gonna train with Taryn. So anyways, it took me like three years to get here. I was trying really hard, like, you know, emailing and and like, Hey, I want to come out train, but never happened. Did did you have any background in firearms at this point? Whenever you were like, you wanted to go train a Taryn. Yeah. And and, and also those of you guys, those of you who, who don't know Taryn tactical, Taryn tactical, that's another Instagram, like a really inspiring, like Instagram to go follow and watch because they do, and you're all over it. But again, it's like, I think that's where I first saw you. And I was like, who in the hell is this chick? I was like, damn, she is on fire. Thank you. Um, So, uh, so you, you finally got, you got over there, like how, and you didn't have, were you like, Hey, train me. I'm, I'm going, I'm not there yet, but I'm going to be a, um, 
an actress with firearms. How'd that you know, work? You know, you know, I had this idea to do that, to just drive in and like introduce myself. But then uh, Me Too movement is really high. And what's happening, I think that there is a lot of bad things happening in Hollywood. And I, you know, I've been like, I've been like grabbed in, in a weird way or like um, threatened that I'm not going to make my career if I don't suck somebody's dick. So it happened to me too, but it was on me to say, no, thank you. Like I'm not mm. going to the car. And I think what's happening with the Me Too movement, there is a lot of, you know, good things that's come out, out of it, but there is also a lot of people trying to take advantage and get money and all that. And what's happening in my personal experiences, I'm beautiful, I'm young, I'm unknown, you know, I'm like all passionate. Mm-hmm. So people kind of be very careful to categorize what, which cat, are you like a good girl? Or are you like mm-hmm. one of the girls who just want to take advantage of me and like scandalize? Because mm-hmm. there is so much crap happening right now in Hollywood and it's really hard to navigate mm-hmm. unless you, you know, people know you and people trust mm-hmm. you and you're with the right people, have a, re- have a reputation basically. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a reputation at that time. So I never took that risk, even though I thought about it, just get in the car, driving there. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Can you train me? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to catch this one day, but you got to train me. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, I I, I went to the beauty pageant. There was a beauty pageant uh, in Miss Russian Lay. And I, I went to the contest and I kind of flipped my leg up to my contortion tricks and the bikini contents and all that stuff. And the judges fell in love with me. And one of the judge, Stewart, he's actually ex-cop. Um, he was a, you know, a LAPD cop and he's friends with Taryn. And he uh, saw- Wait, did, did you know this? Did you know this before you did the beauty no. pageant? You didn't know that there was a connection there. No, I just kind of, I took a, an advice of Jimmy, I think Jim Carrey or somebody actor said on YouTube, I was listening to the interview, just say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like open up door for you if you're mm-hmm. you're like young, young actor and you mm-hmm. don't have anything in front of you. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of saying yes to every meeting, every audition, every whatever. A lot of them were bad. I yeah. was meeting people and stuff, but whatever. It was life experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I went to this beauty pageant and I met Stewart and he's ex-cop and he's like, Oh yeah, let's go. I'm, he's like, you want to take me out shooting? And I'm like, Oh yeah, shooting. Let's go to Taryn. Yeah. Like I'm training. And I was doing my action film. I think my, my little short film at the time. And I'm like, Oh, I'm actually doing, I had a little scene with a gun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah, it took me to Taryn. It's perfect. Yeah. you're like you're like actually i have it all set up for us we're going to Terran tactical we're going to be here at this time and we're going to train <laughs> i've already no. set it up for us seriously i'm like on my phone at that time i had like a list of uh-huh. like places to go like you know train here like yoga and like go here martial arts and like train here jujitsu and meet this person and go here <laughs> that's so funny so how how was it whenever you started training at Terran? oh uh, you know what i was so horrible I had misses all over the place, but I had fun. How long ago was this? It was, uh, wait, when the COVID started? Two years ago, right? 2020. So I came to Tehran right before my birthday in March and right before the COVID, right before we got shut down. So that was my first um, firearm experience. And then obviously COVID and everything went. That's unbelievable. Like looking, looking at how, just how well you just shoot and maneuver and can manipulate your weapon system. It looks like you've been training firearms your whole life. Wow. Thank you so much. How, how long? So you, so this was what, like two or three years ago, two years ago that it you started training? 
two, two years, less, I mean, less than two years ago because COVID ate mm-hmm. like a good amount of time, unfortunately. I know. Unfortunately. Yeah, I was so happy. I was like, I was just, I just started training at 87 and we stared. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to kick ass. And then. So um, how, how long each day did you train with your firearms? Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out how, how much I need to train now to get as good as you. That's what, that's basically my question. Uh, <laughs> You're like 16 hours a day, eight days no. a week. <laughs> No, you know, I, it was like, probably in the beginning was like, I was coming to Taryn like once a week yeah, and more to, at at that time I was looking for a job. I'm not going to lie with Mm -hmm. it to you. Like, you know, broke actress, you know, I I have a dream. I want to train. I was doing the little movies here and there, you know, like a little parts, but nothing big. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to have like a stable side job. And I was just really good with people. And I think Tara noticed that. So I was just, you know, cleaning range, helping mm-hmm. people, loading mags, just kind of helping him. And I wasn't really much training. The training came like month, month, months after. So you worked there. Fun. You worked there. Do you still work there? Yeah. 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 I do work here. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you do. I didn't know. I didn't know that you still work there at Terran Tactical. I do. Yes. That's awesome. It was like, That's... I was so happy that like yeah. a little like a job, especially during COVID when it was a really yeah. hard time. Like do, I was do, like, everybody. does it, um, does the, the weapon training, do you think that because you have a background in mixed martial arts, was there, does that translate over to like firearm training, like with your martial arts? Was there any sort of like similarities, like with your, with your martial arts training, then whenever you started picking up firearms? just like maneuvering and manipulating stuff. And I know a lot of it's just body awareness and like, but, or what, did you feel like you were just picking up a new um, craft and a a new skill set from the bottom? I I felt like that. I felt like when I started shooting, I have no idea how hard Mm -hmm. it is. I have no idea that it is actually a sport. Like before I met Taryn, I actually thought, I thought it's like movie stuff, you Uh know, it's like uh tricks whatever movies or it's like you know we all like a lot of people scared about guns because of so many violence and crime and because a, a, a bad guy will always have will always have a guy a gun you know and a good right. guy no. and right. there's like just I have like not really clear idea of what it is that is actually a sport and it's actually it takes so much focus and it's actually mm-hmm. so there's so many details in shooting and it's all mental game mm-hmm. and I have no idea mm-hmm. so when I start shooting it's it's, I think I got fired up like as, as an as- athlete to mm-hmm. conquer it and to learn how to do it. And I wasn't really talented. You know, like mm-hmm. some people have talent of shooting. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, but mm-hmm. I think I just kind of put my mind that I'm going to train myself and I'm just going to get better and better and better. And then, I, you know, watching films and I'm like dry firing at home. Mm. That's, that's, what, that's what I was going to ask you. How often were you dry firing? Uh, every single time I watch a movie, I like, it's like a couple of nights per week. Uh-huh. I either stretch, you know, like do my stretching or I just sit down after stretch and I just dry fire. You like watch a movie and like pick up an eye and like dry fire uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and just kind of pick it up. Then I kind of trying to just watch a movie and do their reloads with an mm-hmm. empty gun. And I think people don't understand how much you can become better shooter by just doing dry fire pl- mm-hmm. practice reloads and all the manipulation before you even fire like mm-hmm. a bullet, you know? Mm-hmm. 
I think a lot of people have like idea that you go to ranch and you just shoot, 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 and you become better. It's yeah. it's not that. It's it's all about these little details about your grip and mm-hmm. trigger and how do you dry fire and how it's like in your system so you can mm-hmm. close your eyes and do it. You know, I love that it, with, with your acting and stuff and all of your skill sets that you have and you have many. Do you like does all this trans translate over into real life? Like probably right. Like your ability to just like, you know, I know that you're, it's acting is what we see and how you're able to, I don't know, like everything that you do is just so explosive and just amazing um, that it translates over into real life, right? Like if you felt like, like, let's just say if you were over in Ukraine, I'm sure you've thought about this, right? Yeah. Like, you know, your, your mother wanted you to be a ballerina. You're like, no, I'm going to be an FBI agent. No, I'm going to be John Wick. Wick. No, I'm going to be an actress now that can do all the skill sets. Like whenever, whenever, you know, that that's your life. And I understand that that's, that's an acting role for you, but do you, did you ever think that, like, did it go through your mind that you wanted to be in Ukraine because you, you knew that you could protect your family and that you could go after like the bad people or? Oh, oh definitely. When that yeah. happened, well, war happened and my mom and dad were, were still in Ukraine. And then even when my mom and dad were in Poland, but my sister was in Ukraine, mm-hmm. like I was packing my bags here to go. Like mm-hmm. I actually like found ready people who could take me to West Ukraine. Yeah. Were you, were and, you like, I uh, want to fight like real life? Like, let me at him. I want to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like protect my family mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. fight. I was just so angry at everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. And when the rapes were so high and, and you know, mm-hmm. there's so many women who just needs help. And I was so angry, but Taryn... And a couple of more, like Marco, a couple of more like close friends of mine, they were just like, no, you can do so much more help from yeah. here. Yeah. You can do so much just, just, but you know, helping people, not just being there. Right. You being there. Yeah. You're going to help your family or like a couple of people, but from here you can do so much more donations mm-hmm. and, you know, teaching people online and all that. You just mm-hmm. do more. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the tactical games? No. What is that? You don't know the tactical... Okay, so the tactical games, it's like... You know, like CrossFit, right? It's fitness. Okay, so the tactical games is like firearms and it's like CrossFit. It's like if if, uh, firearms... if, If shooting accuracy and CrossFit had a baby... This would uh-huh. be the tactical game. So you have <laughs> I'm sur- actually surprised that you haven't heard of it. It's um no. so with the tactile games, you have to they they call them um what do they call them? They're like battles. So you go out to the tactile games, mm-hmm. you have three battles a day. It's a two-day event, and you have to carry a sandbag. Maybe you have to like oh, run, wow. maybe you have to, you know, jump over like a yoke so many crazy that you have to carry things, push a sled, but then you have to pick up your weapon system. You have to load, make ready, and then you have to shoot accurate when you're so stressed out. And so the winner, uh-huh. yeah. So the win- the winner is whoever can perform the best physically, but also shoot accurate. Um, because like for me, I just got into firearm training probably like two years ago. I picked up my first rifle Um like I'm, I'm an athlete, so sure I could like smoke them like on the athletic side of things, right? But because my firearm training, I was a newbie in the firearm training. Like I could do really good in the fitness side of things, but if I did really poorly and my shots were not accurate on um, the shooting events, you would still score low. So you have to be equally great. Like if you miss your shots, or if you don't get a shot fired off, or you know if you misfire, all of those 
count against you. Um, Anyway, so yeah, I did. I haven't competed this year. I competed last year. I actually made it to nationals for uh, the wow. tax week, but I didn't. I didn't go to nationals. I should have. The kids Why had not? a. They, so my middle son had his championship football game, and I just uh, had to. You know, he would have. He would have been okay with me going, but you know, family's everything, and so I. I stayed back. There's always going to be another tactical games and a nationals, but for my son to be you know, going to the nationals or whatever for his football game, that's not always going to happen. So, um, so yeah, I stayed back. Uh, well, I mean, that's the right priority. That's the right thing to do. Yeah. So what, what would be, what would be your advice then? Um, as somebody who is getting into firearm training, a, a lot of listeners on the reborn show, I know a lot of them are into the tactical training. They're into <laughs> the tactical games, firearm training, Somebody and what I have found is like a lot of women are intimidated to pick up firearms. A lot of women are, or, yeah. or so many people have purchased guns, but nobody's nobody's really training their weapon system. Um, yeah. What would be your advice? Because you basically went from zero to a hundred with your firearms training. Yeah. What would be your advice to women who are wanting to get into firearm training um, to start? What would you What would you tell them? Uh, first of all, get, get a gun from Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the best gun out there. Is it? And I was, yes. And I think I was like super lucky that I kind of started training because it's just so much, he just makes it like so much, I don't know, it's like stylish and it makes you look cool and it's, it's not scary. It's like, it's like the beautiful Cartier that we love or, you know, like jewelry that girls kind of love it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, Thing. And you look at it, it's like, oh, it looks cute, you know, and that uh-huh. looks beautiful. And like the the grip is like sparkling. It's like, I don't know, it's like it's it feels nice. You just you're not afraid. I wasn't really afraid, you know. Like I was before, but then yeah. I, I my saw is like, oh, it's like a, a little rat here, and like I don't know, it was it was beautiful, and not be afraid. Like yeah. there is be afraid of. It's like any other sport. Mm-hmm. Like go like boxing. Yeah, you can get your nose punched, but you're not because you. You taking take the right training. It's very important too. Like who mm-hmm. do you go mm-hmm. and uh, be consistent too. So you know if you start training, if you're not good in the beginning, don't give up. Because I wasn't mm-hmm. like I, I wasn't good at all. But you just kind of keep going, like training. Just like same as a you know a lot of women asking me how do you do splits. Well, I didn't do it in the beginning, but it just it hurts, and you keep doing mm-hmm. that, and you keep doing it, and you become better. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. dry fire really helps too mm-hmm. when you like watch movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that helps a lot. Yeah, like it helps a lot. Well, what does your uh, What does your mom and dad think about you? You know, being a gunslinger now, coming from a country that doesn't, you know, like you, there's no guns over there. There's no like, you know, what What did they think about that? Whenever <laughs> they, <laughs> here's their when, little girl that was supposed to be a ballerina, and now she's a gunslinger. <laughs> I know my mom, my mom, my, my mom and my dad, they were like really kind of shocked. In the beginning. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was a time when I asked them to kind of join Instagram and they joined and my mom was like, what are you doing? How are you doing this? What's yeah. happening? They uh, weren't, they weren't much talk in the beginning. They were like, yeah. what's happening? Yeah. but now they really love it. They're like mm-hmm. super like watching Taryn's Instagram and my Instagram, all the stories and, mm-hmm. you know, inspiring. They love it. What What do you think your your mom 
we can say your mom. What do you think your mom is most proud of, of you, of what you've accomplished so far in your, in your career that is literally is just beginning? It just made me cry. Um, <laughs> I think she's just proud that I never give up. Mm. Just keep going. And she's calling me every day right now and just saying that, that it's very inspiring that I just keep going no matter how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My journey wasn't really easy. Yeah. I can't say I wasn't lucky. I think I'm lucky, but it's not easy. And my mom sees it all. My mom knows it all. And she's just, she just calls me every day. It's like, I'm so proud of you. Just look how far you go, how far mm-hmm. you get. Like mm-hmm. you don't give up. And it was like, when is your movie coming in a the theater? So when can I go like, what is the movie? When are you going to, I don't understand when all the producers looking at, where are you going to be in the theaters? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, mom it's, is so cute. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to happen. It's 100% going to happen. Thank you. Um, what, what are you most proud of, of yourself and your career so far? Hmm. I'm so judgmental towards myself. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm really proud of Bosch coming out. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm watching that tomorrow. Thank you. And it, like, I hope it's going to be how it was, but my character is super badass. Yeah. I want to, what, who's your character and, and what's her name? I can't talk. Oh, you can't now. tell me. Okay. Don't tell yeah, me then. Oh, because it can like break this surprise, yes. but you're super badass. Okay. Like trained all the gun. You're going to see a lot of like cool gun manipulation. And I can't stuff. wait. Like, Kind of like a sister of a week or something like that. So uh-huh. it's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. cool. And awesome. the show is totally next level too. So whatever people used to, people love Bosch. It's been like for so many years, seasons, but now it's like taking a different level of okay. like that story. And, and, and the whole cast of the show was so wonderful. Like Titus and Madison, everybody was just amazing to work with. It was just, it, it felt like a family. Mm-hmm. Like, um, mm-hmm. I love that. So what's on the horizon for you? What do you have coming out? Or like, yeah, I know you just finished this big project with Bosch. So, and you're back at Terran Tactical, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah we're back. So what, like, what's next for you? Are you training for like anything else or like what, like what's on the horizon? Yeah. Taking a break? No, no break no, for me. No breaks. I, I think, I think the war, the, the two months of just kind of, for two months, I wasn't able to do anything with my career. Like yeah. no, no training, no shooting. It was just a total, no, comp- no competition, no audition. Uh, I was just like waking up, like text, texting my mom, my dad, yeah. like news, what's happening, trying to help, you know, donations, ship stuff, help people, like get, get, mm-hmm. get, get the friends out. Cause mm-hmm. I also like a couple of my friends died too. So like kind mm-hmm. of help their families and, you know, gathering money and all that. Um, but now, um, I'm going to pin for a show. Hopefully it's going to went through Okay, <laughs> working on another project right now. Hopefully that will come mm-hmm. through too, mm-hmm. but it's Hollywood. You never know. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Never know until the contract is signed. Right. <laughs> yeah. You never know. And I think no matter you can't, you can't really like how to say it. If you even work kind of on a project that you're going to be on, you can really like focus on it because it yeah. can fall apart yep. and you have to keep going. So it's like, what's mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. training? What's next, next audition? What am I doing next? What's my project I'm working on myself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right now, yeah, I'm just training my ass off. 
That's good. Um, people, people who are listening to this and, and they're wanting to help with your efforts of, of mm-hmm. what's going on in Ukraine. Um, and of course, like the, it's just something like it's, it's the unfortunate part about these hardships in other countries. And then kind of what you were talking about, like all these fakes and frauds come out and, yeah. and then people get scared and they don't know where to actually yeah. help or like where. So since I have you here in the flesh, can you give the listeners um, some good, true, like, like how can people help if they're wanting to help, if they're wanting to either raise awareness or donate money or help, so whatever? Can you um, can you give us that information? Yes, and thank you for that question. Um, when the war started, I started taking Venmo on my Instagram, and I noticed how much how much how much people were actually trying to help because it comes to Ukrainian to Ukrainian, mm-hmm. and um, not right now. I, I created an Amazon link with okay. all of the kids stuff for my, for my sister, husband, and my uncle, when they're fighting, what they need, like a tourniquet mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever they need. So on Amazon link, there is like a, st- a, a list of things that people can just buy. And it's going to be shipped to uh, my friend, Adriana, and she's shipping it directly to Poland, to my friends from Poland. It's going there. So it's like, it's all person to person to person that I personally know. So I, I, I rely and it comes okay. to answer with people. And then I have a pictures to show they got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I work like two organizations that actually extracted my family, helped me with my family, and they extracted the friends of my family too. So those people I know, they're really working hard. They're um, ex-military uh, people, uh, spec ops, and they're going and they're extracting women and kids safely and making sure they're safe in the safe buses in a safe area. Yeah. And, um, I, ha- I-, I can like give you those two links of organization too, if somebody can help. Yeah, those, yeah. Those people who are going in Ukraine, they also have family and kids. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would love to get those. And I mean, and I would love to share that as well. Um, for sure. Like whatever, whatever we can do and like the listeners, it's you know, like I said, like your passion and heart for everything going on over there, honestly, just everything that you're doing. Like you put so much passion and and everything in, you know, into your day-to-day life. And you can you can see that. Um so how can I get out to Terran Tactical to like hang out and to train for a week? When will you, are you planning to come here? No, I hate LA. <laughs> well, you're not, you're not actually in LA. Where is Terran Tactical at? It's in a, and it's an hour away from Los Angeles. Okay. Can maybe do that. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Next text me and I'll like personally make sure you get I would. That- Dude, whenever, before I even got into firearm training, I would just look at everything going on at Terran Tactical. I'd be like, it's almost like, it's like, is that even real? Like what what they're doing? Is that even real? Cause it's just so crazy. You guys are also crazy out there. So did you get to shoot with a Jack Carr? Yeah, you did. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Oh, really? He's coming here in May. So maybe you guys it all together dude that we are in may we're already in may tatiana it's it's Um, may uh what is it (laughs) this year's just (laughs) flying by man (laughs) yeah it's true with with everything that's happening i know i know crazy but um i think it would be cool if you come out yeah with jack we went i would love that we went to with jack to the under range uh with clint and heidi for the sniper course yeah that's what i'm First, yeah, I read all of his books before. He's a great writer and he's just a great human being. Yeah. And then I came out to train with Taryn and he was super cool. I love him. 
Yeah, he's awesome. So I, I have one more question that I want to ask you. Um, you you've been through a lot, and you have persevered through a lot. Yeah, and you're so young right now in your career and everything that you have going on. But what what is the legacy that that you want to leave behind? I think I really want to inspire people to, with everything that I do, to just never give up and just to be a good person. I think it's very important to stay humble and good no matter what. And always listen to your heart. Never give up on your on your dream. Never. Like if there are going to be so many people around you telling you, you cannot do this, you cannot shoot good, you cannot act, you have an accent, you, mm-hmm. you're not from here, la, la, la. There's so many people. But then, you know, if you just keep going and everybody also have a different karma and a life path, maybe it's not going to happen to you right away, but in the right time, if you listen to your heart and you just keep keep going. And also, you know, teach, kind of inspire people to, like I told you, with my life lesson, Hey, just be in a moment. Mm. Tell people you love, like you, you said, you stayed with your son. That's awesome because, mm. you know, you never know what's going to be tomorrow. Like it mm. has to be the right priority in life and family comes first and people you love too. Mm. I love yeah. that. Well, thank you. Hey, thank you so much for joining me on the Reborn Podcast. It's truly been a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this. I was so pumped when I saw your name come across on like my schedule a couple weeks ago. So um, truly an honor. And I just want you to know, like, you know, as somebody who just is kind of watching you from afar, that you are so inspiring and no doubt that you are just going to keep building your career and you are going to be a force to be reckoned with. I mean, you already are. You already are with your skill set, with everything that you do, your heart, your passion, your hard work, your work ethic. Um, but you are you are an amazing human. And so thank you for your time today with me and taking the time out of your busy schedule. And I'm sure you have so much stuff going on in your head all the time about like just training and acting and your family. And so um, yeah. thanks for allowing me to have this hour with you today. It, it, it means a lot. Thank you so much for having me. It was so yes. much fun. And then um, hopefully soon I'll get to go out and I can we can train together at Taryn and uh, and that would be fun. I'd love for you to show me a few things. That's what's going to happen. It's going to happen. All I'm right, here. girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, girl. You have a great day and thank you so much again for uh, joining me on today's Reborn Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. All right, guys, there you have it. I know you all are so inspired. What an incredible and beautiful story of Tatiana and everything that she shared. Thank you so much for listening to the Reborn Podcast with Ashley Horner. Be sure that you follow, leave me a review in the Apple Podcast and tell all of your friends about the show. Uh, Thanks again, you guys, for listening and being a huge supporter of the Reborn Podcast from Ironclad. I will see you guys next week. Bye. (laughs) 